when Apple comes out with a new iPhone, they'll be like, I'll wait till the bugs are worked out. This is a brand new tech that goes inside your body that we don't know what it will do long term. So anybody that tells you they're safe, they're fucking lying to you because there is no way to know that it's safe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Why Bitcoin Podcast, the podcast where we question everything, but mainly why Bitcoin. My name is Jeff. I am your host, and I'm joined here today with my absolutely ludicrous co-host, Doug. Doug, how are you doing today? Ahoy, ahoy. How are we doing today, my friend? I'm excellent, man. Uh, we're going to try and make a, this is going to be the Why Bitcoin Podcast uh, express is that what it is when it's a quick one i mean it could be express we're gonna see if we can squeeze this one we got a lot to say we're gonna have fun with it let's see if we get it all out there <laughs> without going over uh two hours and anybody listening to this will be like "Ooh, they failed again <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you guys will know when you by the time you hit the play button on whatever we edit out uh you're gonna know oh shit that's a, this is over two already Oh, you just sorry you about just, failing in advance. You can just edit it, just a random hard cut in an hour thirty. <laughs> Doug, we did it. We start talking about dogs, and next thing we're talking about Bitcoin again. Yeah, it's just gonna be bad. It happens. So. Okay, I, I'm excited to talk about what we're talking about today. So let's just get through where you guys can find us. If this is your first time listening to the show, we have a website called whybitcoinpodcast.com where you can find all of our previous shows. We're up to. Uh, I think we're getting close to like the 30 mark, which is pretty cool. We talked about all sorts of things. So this is show, this is, this. no, this is 31, dude. 31, there you go. So if yeah. you want 31 hours. Cool thing about Bitcoin podcasts, I was thinking about this today. Like when I started looking into Bitcoin, I watched, I listened to what Bitcoin did with McCormack. And, but what I did was I went back like years back and just clicked on a couple to see what the world was like in Bitcoin, you know? Right. For, like three years ago which was pretty cool i don't know if did you do that uh some of them yeah not yeah. a lot not a lot i did a lot like, i i went back in time i went back in time so i felt like i just lived through everything which was cool so you can do that with our show too but with our yeah. show it's more us learning quickly yeah and i mean actually the the earlier episodes are interesting because i think you and i butted heads I mean, I think a lot more, actually, if I want to say that. I think we've you just don't, a lot more. You just don't notice that we're butting heads anymore because we're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like my head is just constantly hurting from all the headbutts, but it's fine. So so 31 episodes, but also another milestone. Oh. We have over 2,000 hours listened. Oh, cool. So that crushing we're, it. Yeah, we're like at 2,000. I looked like yesterday. It was like 2,047 hours or something like that. So... So that's that's a lot of people entertained, man. That's, uh, that's for a the lot record, of entertainment. <laughs> for the record, I still have yet to look at the analytics. I think I'd have a panic mm -hmm. attack if I did, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Well, as far as I know, statistic. no, no, I think it is cool. But as far as I'm concerned, this is just a phone call between friends. <laughs> <laughs> With the government clearly listening in. Absolutely. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can oh. find us on the, on the website there at... Uh, uh, why Bitcoin podcast? Why Bitcoin? Fuck it, you do it. 
on whybitcoincodcast.com. And on Twitter, you'll find me at whybitcoinj. You'll find you. You won't find me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you want to just say that? Yep. Do you want to get so, into the story quick now? Yeah, just real quick. Uh, okay, tell, tell I us. am over at Gab. Um, you can find me, um, I think it's either at Ranting Father or I am a, a, I, my handle is still Beard Hoddle, so I don't really know how Gab works it. I had an account there a long time ago. That's the one I have right now. Uh, long story short, I got into it with somebody over the subject of our cast tonight. Um, and I ended up calling him a retard and then citing some, some facts that I'm pretty sure that the overlords don't want cited. So I got put into Twitter jail for 12 hours and they won't take me out apparently unless I confirm my email, which I honestly don't remember what email I used to set up that account. And I have to take the post out. And I just, every time I go to do that, I just like get irritated and I'm like, nah, fuck it. So uh, I may come back to Twitter. I may not. I really don't know right now. Uh, at least for You're this gonna week. You're going to come back. You can't, it, you can't stay away. At least for this week, I'm going to just, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to go total cold turkey. I'm going to miss Bitcoin Twitter. But uh, I just, there's just something about, it, I didn't threaten the guy. I didn't dox him. I didn't cause him bodily harm. I called him a word that some people find very offensive. That's not my fucking problem. You know what I mean? It's so funny, yeah, it's a, it's a the idea that, that some, you know, technocratic overlord is going to tell me that I can't say the word retard. I'm sorry to use the meme. I thought this was fucking America. You don't like my words. That's fine. You're absolutely allowed to not like them. And you know what? You can write me a nasty email and that is your freedom of speech and I'm happy to have it. But the idea that some fucking nerd sitting in his mom's basement screening shit for Twitter is like, mm, that's a horrible word. I don't like that word. I didn't attack him personally. You know, I didn't. It's just. Fuck him. Fuck them all is my point right now. So, go. see, now you got me riled up, man. This Good. Is gonna, we, got, we got a lot to say. We okay. are definitely going to go over fucking two hours tonight. I'm telling let, you right now. So Let me tell you what my grade two teacher said after my grade. I'm sure you're probably aware of the song. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt never, me. Will never hurt me. Yep. Okay. So my grade two teacher said sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will break my heart. And I remember hearing that and I was like, oh God, I don't know. Are we like, I remember being in grade two and being like, really? Words are breaking your heart. Like just who gives a, you know what I mean? Like just, so just help me out for one second. Grade two means you're how old in Canada? It's the same as the States as seven. Do you guys have like a kindergarten stuff? Yeah, kindergarten, okay, grade so four and five, grade yeah, six. Yeah, so you'd be about or, six or seven, right? Yeah, you're six in grade one. So at the age of seven, you're already like, Jesus, that was cringe. Like, I did. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. I it's You have random memories of childhood. This is one yeah. that's very prominent in my mind of being like, yeah. that was weird. I don't know. Like, can we just get over well, you know like sticks and stones will break your bones true. this is you have to watch out and if there somebody is... throws a stick at you <laughs> avoid, avoid that stick <laughs> if somebody throws a bad word at you shrug yeah. just shrug well and well on. and i want to i want to be clear like like if we're talking like to your wife let's say okay i think the words that you choose to use are actually really important 
You know what I mean? Because that's a person uh, that you're engaged in like a relationship with. And I do think words can be very hurtful and that's, that's fine. Right. Uh, so I, I guess what I'm saying is, is like, like there is a, there is a, I don't know, maybe like for lack of a better term, there's a Christian precedence that says, choose your words carefully because that sort of reveals what's in your heart. Right. And, and I'm, I, I ascribe to that for the most part. Like I try very hard to choose my words. Well, first of all, I try not to get angry all the time, which I fail at miserably. What you're saying is you have a retard in your heart. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is, is my heart was revealed when I called that guy a retard. I think he's genuinely mentally slower than the rest of the population. That's not even a slam on, on mentally retarded people. I honestly, I find the mentally handicapped people that I've met to be absolutely delightful. Like they're the best, right? Uh, I honestly, like, have you, have you ever gotten to just like hang out with a, okay. a let me speak a, on a this for a minute. Person? I have. So my, uh, my brother-in-law lives with us. He's actually one wall away from me right now. And he is uh, autistic. Okay. And this is what, are you off? And he's awesome, by the way, coolest kid ever. We play right. video games and stuff um, just to get that out of the way. But the thing is, is when, when you call somebody retarded, I think it's kind of like, are you a fan of South Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's an episode in South Park for anybody that hasn't watched it before where the kids start calling the <laughs> the guys that ride motorcycles and make big blah, 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 noises and they call them fags. They're like, those guys, <laughs> those guys are fags. And it's like, Hey, don't make fun of fags. And there's like some gay guys. We're, like, We're not making fun of you. Like, whatever. I don't care. Be homosexual. Like, I don't, it, this doesn't bother me. Right. Those, those right. guys are just fags. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I haven't seen that episode. Oh my damn. God. It's so funny. But that's kind of what I feel like retarded is like, if you call somebody retarded, you're not making fun of my brother-in-law. You're just saying right. this person's just on another level of stupid. Right. You know, exactly. like, it's just, it's yeah. So. And People, the word retard itself, it, I mean, you if it's applied to somebody who's mentally handicapped, it means that. But then it also just means to, sl- to slow or be slow, you know? Like, if you retard your movement, like, that means you go slower. So I was calling him a slow-minded individual. And you know what? I shouldn't have to explain any of that. Because fuck you, I'll say what I want. You know what I mean? Like, don't do what you tell me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, we've turned into such a fucking pussy culture where it's like we can't say anything without somebody getting their their underwear in a bunch you know what i mean it's just so irritating you know and and the the biggest thing like the one of the best memes i've ever seen was uh somebody was complaining about being like getting offended by a word or whatever and what did they say they said the respondent said something like Y'all getting hurt by like words, like lol, just turn off the computer. Like, just look away, you know, like just, just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wish I, I wish I could remember a word for it. Cause it's just hilarious the way he phrased it. But it's like, you don't like what I said on an internet, on an anonymous website. Just mute me, just block me, whatever. Yeah. You know, but instead we have to like, oh, I have to report you because you said a naughty word. Who the fuck are you to decide what the words are? Which word is what naughty and what which word isn't? You know, I think socialism, I think I think call it honestly, I would be more offended genuinely if somebody called me a socialist in earnest than if they called me a retard. <laughs> so 
which word is more offensive and who gets to decide the offensive words Ooh, that's good that goes into what i, I yeah that's there's like a lot of serious, things and, and, and there's precedence for that actually because i was once i i once called my dad a socialist in the middle of an argument and he just about floored me dude like he genuinely was like you fucking call me that again i'll lay you out hmm. i was like oh shit like so some words for some people are very offensive and so why why should you get to choose who gets to choose why okay, do you so get to here's choose? a here's a peek into our question of the day one of the words that i found uh interesting was the word essential as soon as that started coming up around Ooh, there the you world go. this was something i was right away i was like this is concerning uh only essential workers can work what the, who the fuck is deciding who's essential because as far as i'm concerned i go to work to make money to pay the bills and to feed my kids so my work is very essential and anybody that like i don't know if is that that might have been the same word they said in the states i don't know but it was very clear that it was non-essential workers should not go to work and i said who is saying who's essential there's not there they didn't even put out a definition for it and i was very much saying well then the government should stay home this is what i told everybody that was saying that i was like why is the government still running they're very non-essential so fuck them if yeah, they're isn't that interesting that a, every politician for the last year and a half has never missed a meal never lost a paycheck, never had to worry about keeping the roof over their heads, never had to figure out how to keep the lights on or how to make a, uh, you know, a paycheck happen for their employees. Every politician got paid Absolutely. and they got, to, they got to tell us who was essential and who wasn't. Well, well they didn't. the thing is they didn't get to say that they, you chose for people chose for themselves, whether they were essential or not. If somebody tells you that it's your choice. I said, well, I'm essential. So I well, had people come up to me and say, oh, you're still working. You're essential. And I would just say, of course I'm essential. Look at here. I am. I'm a person. If, if your son thinks food is essential. So yeah, I'm fucking essential. Exactly. So if yeah. anybody said otherwise, I put the blame on the individual, not on the politics. The p politicians are making rules and then you get to choose if you follow them or not. It doesn't, right. if you make your own rules in life, follow those rules, ask for forgiveness, not for permission or whatever. Right. So right. like, I'm just going to keep doing my thing and then that's it. So fuck the rules. <laughs> There's a lot of good lines in uh, Wiz Khalifa songs. One of them's uh, fuck the rules. I make my own. <laughs> I'm just like, it's a, a good line, Wiz. I, I hope he's a Bitcoiner. That's another little side thing, but I'm a big fan of Wiz Khalifa. Anyways, All right, I, I guess. He's I got some good him. lines, man. man I'm just not a rap guy. I have no, I have no beef. Is that he's the got, word? I got no beef with he's Wiz got, Khalifa. He's I got guess. a line that says, this sticks with me all the time. Don't play the cards. Talk to the people that deal them. And he doesn't say people. But I just, that's a good line too, man. Because if you're just playing what somebody else is giving you, Instead of just talking, you can sort, you can sort the shit out and the people that are making the rules, well, they're talking amongst themselves and making Absolutely. the game and you're just Absolutely. a player in their game. So you got to release yourself from that whole system of that game. That's what, I mean, that's just one small part of what Bitcoin's about. Okay. Was this a pretty good intro or do you want to say anything else on the intro? Yeah. Uh, find me at Gab, I guess that's where oh, I yeah, am the, right now. That's what we were so. talking about. What the fuck is Gab? Do I, should uh, I care gab. about gab.com it's like a, it's like a twitter facebook wannabe kind of a thing it's uh does it have a token? supposedly very controversial because there there are white supremacists on there okay. um like straight up white supremacists i'm not gonna lie it's not the majority of them and yeah their language is offensive to me so you know what i do i just block them and i yeah. don't see their shit you know so 
uh, Gab is just uh, essentially really pro pro free speech. So okay. you can say whatever you want. I could call someone a retard. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Well, this is what <laughs> retard was a big a big word that came back on the um, the Wall Street bets guys things because whenever anybody would ask a question that was like super technical, they'd say like, "Keep in mind, I'm retarded." <laughs> and that's how. <laughs> well, see, the thing of it is, like in my my generation, that was the word we used. Like that's what we called each other. Like our <laughs> best friends. Oh God, you're such a retard. Like that's what we would say. You know what I mean? Like. I don't give a shit about your your new age sensibilities probably, anymore. I just too fucking old. I just don't care. We must be making somebody really angry. If, if you're really you're you're gonna get really mad at this episode if this is bothering you, but that's I fine. This episode, yeah. Um, I think, you know how you know how in Bitcoin you have to have the price drop so you can flush out the uh, the lettuce hands. Yeah, that's what this episode is going to be for. Yeah, our you got to get some thick skin. You got to get some thick skin yeah. to be in Bitcoin. It's true. I, I agree yeah. with that. You got to. You got to have thick skin to be in life. Yeah, that's true. Period. Yeah. Bitcoin, to, to survive, working, yeah. relationships, raising children. You better have some tough skin, baby, because this shit is not for the weak. You know what I mean? It's not none of it. No, and it's only going to get harder. <laughs> like what? And what happens when me shit wrong. hits the fan? I have some bad days. I do have some very stressful, mentally challenging. Jesus, I just want to turn off life days. I'm not saying you don't get those. I'm not saying that everybody has to be like Superman and like all the emotional bullets just bounce off of you. I think that's stupid too, right? Mm -hmm. Take a fucking day if you need to. That's fine. Go fishing. Do whatever. But like this whole... I don't know, man. This whole you know what it is. Mentality it's is what you're thing. saying. What you're saying is deal with your emotions. You know, yeah, deal with yeah. them. And what's happening is rather than dealing with the emotions, they're eliminating them. They're saying you're not even allowed to make me feel this way. It's like right. it's better to feel away and get through it than it is to just not live it at all. That's, you know what? Uh, the one of the best things I ever heard about this topic was is, and I can't remember who said it, but I was it was talk radio a long time ago, and somebody basically said. I cannot offend you. You have to choose to be mm -hmm. offended, you know? So yeah. I, I think that's, that's as true as it was whenever so, uh, 20 years ago, I heard that probably. If you choose to be offended by something, I guarantee you'll be offended. You okay. know? And there could, there'll be people that want to try to offend you. And if you just say, no, I'm not going to give you that power over me, then you won't be offended. It's kind of that simple. Okay, this so. is a good segue into my first story of the week, because <laughs> I was offended. Were you? Oh, I tell was. me why, friend. Okay. Tell me why. So Armin the Parman is a, a person on Twitter. He's awesome. He has wonderful, wonderful uh, things he's written, essays, I guess, about Bitcoin and all sorts of things you can learn. But he tweeted out, uh, if, Bit <laughs> if Bitcoin podcasts could stop, just cutting just cut out the uh what's your bitcoin story question <laughs> then we could get to the good stuff a lot quicker and i just responded with that's literally the whole premise of my podcast <laughs> <laughs> i was like what people do, people don't like bitcoin stories what the hell i was like no but i i decided you know what man for me i like he's probably been in bitcoin for like eight years we're still relatively new and we are talking to pre-coiners i think bitcoin stories are useful for reason one that when you hear other when i hear other people's bitcoin stories i'm like oh really so you heard about it this many years ago too you wrote it off and then you learned okay so maybe i'm not all alone maybe i'm not an idiot maybe i relate to this person right and 
Yeah, well, I guess that's the only reason. So that that's why I like, and I just like listening to people's life stories. I think they're interesting. You get to live one life. So listening to other people's stories is cool. I've always been a fan of that. So and I like had, Bitcoin we've stories. We've had some really different takes, you know? There Absolutely. Some people like who have come from very uh, financially astute backgrounds, like, and they still rejected Bitcoin at the first. And then we've had some guys that are like, I didn't even have a shitcoin phase. I just kind of got it and did it, you know, like, so it, I don't know. You're right. I, I think I that, think they're interesting. Right? Ah, I, it, life is a tapestry, my friend. It's all interwoven and interconnected. So we're going like to keep PR right now. We're going to keep asking about Bitcoin stories. But I am curious if uh, uh, if you're listening to this, are you a fan of Bitcoin stories? Are you sick of them? Let us know. Uh, okay, that was that. We also need to say, this is not financial advice. This is just two dudes talking, do your own research. But also, you should take every ounce of value you can find in your life and buy Bitcoin with it. That's what I would do if I was here. <laughs> Sell your chairs. Sell your chairs. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> You've covered all the ground, baby. That's all a lot of, of ground. That's a lot of good ground. Hey, done good. Just, do you want to hear my high... T- <laughs> Okay, so I just want to tell this one story about my day today because I need to share it with somebody because it's just complete idiocracy on my part. And I think I can relate it to a high time preference thinking, which I'm trying to stop doing in every aspect of my life. Have we talked about high time preference versus low time preference on this show? I think we talked, we touched on it with Gigi. Okay, um, so we're going to we're yeah. going to dive deeper into that in a future episode. Uh, but basically, high time preference is when you're just you're rushing. Let's, let's just suffice, suffice it to say that. So here I am today at work and I'm ripping some wallpaper off of a wall because I'm going to tile it. So I got to get the wallpaper off and I have a little scraper. It's uh, basically just a drywall knife and I'm scraping it and the glue behind it was peeling off better with the heat gun. So I was heating it up and then peeling it off with the metal, uh, it's called drywall knife. So I'm scraping away and then I had a little itch on my thumb. So rather than just put the tools down and itch my hand, I just said, oh, I'll just itch my hand with this drywall scraper. Now remember, I had a heat gun on it, so it was hot metal. And I put the hot metal drywall knife on my thumb and I went to scratch and it just dug into my thumb like a half inch, just like right into my hand. You branded yourself, good job. It was so bad. And then I just started bleeding everywhere. So uh, remember to lower your time preference when you're doing tasks and just, <laughs> this oh has man, been, this has been your public service announcement. There you right? go. It's it pretty rough. <laughs> that's, that's high time preference. Jeff added again. Okay. There you go. Um, nice. What was the other? Okay. Another thing I want to talk about. Oh, okay, so this morning, Busta Rhymes. Do you know who Busta Rhymes is? You said you weren't a fan. Yeah, of, I know uh, Busta. I know okay. it's Busta. Stop saying the R. There's no Busta. R on it. It's Busta. Busta Rhymes. Even I know that. The whitest guy you know knows that. <laughs> okay, so Busta Rhymes tweeted out, good morning. Stop Bitcoin. saying R. Jesus, you're triggering me. What are you, where I am I saying the R? Busta? You are saying, you're saying Buster. Busta. There you go. Busta Rhymes. You, you just did it again. Because I'm saying the rhymes. Busta rhymes. There you go. Busta rhymes. Better. Busta rhymes. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so Busta Busta rhymes. (laughs) Did I do it again? Busta rhymes tweeted out, good morning, Bitcoin fam. And I was like, this is interesting. Okay. Because he specifically said Bitcoin. So I just said, I tweeted back saying, is Busta a 
a toxic Bitcoin, ma- uh, what did I say? A toxic maxi. And then he responded back saying, what is that? Question mark, question mark. So I was like, oh shit. So lots of people were responding back in the comments. And it made me think a question because you know what I've realized? I chose to use the word toxic maxi rather than Bitcoin maximalist, which for the majority of my life, I've always thought those two things were the same. But I'm going to say here today on the Why Bitcoin podcast that maybe a toxic maxi and a Bitcoin maximalist are two subsets of Bitcoiners. Because I think, and this is how I break them up. You've seen the bell curve meme, right? Everybody seems smart guy on the right, the dumb guy on the left. Sure, yeah. I think I'm more of a toxic maxi because although I understand all of the reasons why I'm a Bitcoin maximalist and why I love Bitcoin, I'm not very good at explaining it, slash, I don't care to explain it, slash, I don't know how to explain it. So rather than explaining things to people, I just say have fun staying poor or whatever, you're an idiot which is very toxic and not beneficial to that person in any way. And I should probably stop doing it, but it's funny to me to do that. Whereas I think a Bitcoin maximalist would be your people like, uh, you know, Nick Carter, Preston Pish, these people that are very knowledge, uh, Gigi, well, Gigi's kind of toxic too. He can be very funny. Maybe you get to choose if, <laughs> maybe you get to choose, but I think if you find a Bitcoin maximalist, they will sit down and they'll orange pill you and they'll tell you everything you need to know. But there are big, there are toxic maxis on Twitter that maybe it is good to avoid us because we're just assholes. And it's maybe it's not beneficial, but that also comes with, with me saying that Bitcoin doesn't care if you buy it or not. Like I don't care. Right. Whereas with most other cryptos, the people care if you buy it because they will affect the pricing. If I talk to some random person on the internet, it's not going to quote unquote pump my bags. I don't give a, just, you know, have fun staying bored. I don't care. But uh, yeah, I think that's the difference between toxic maxi and Bitcoin maximalist. So, so you're saying that the Bitcoin maximalist is good for the brand. Toxic maximalist is the gatekeeper, huh? I don't know if a gatekeeper, but just, I don't know if we're being beneficial in any way well, other what, than laughing. Where, what category would you put American Hoddle in? Because he's gotten into some hot water recently. Did you listen to his re- recent show on? Uh... No, I haven't. I haven't touched uh, McPfizer cuck since. Uh, no. Since his whole. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jab he's kind of. I know. Well, that's kind of what sparked my idea for this show. Um yeah, man, I don't know. He was complaining about people being <laughs> too rude and shit. So that's what that's why I kind of thought Isn't that of kind of how he made that's his what beef, he though? that's what he was. He was just a yeah. rude boy that said he talked in absolutes, which you hated. And I said, I want to see why this guy feels so confident to talk in absolutes. And then I realized he's right. So then I started doing it and I think it's funny. Like, hey, if you think anything's better than Bitcoin, you're wrong and you're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a fact. <laughs> Whereas a Bitcoin ma- maximalist, a proper, you know, well-versed and well, well-spoken will explain why. But yeah, toxic maximal. And so I think he's probably more toxic, but maybe he's trying to uh, rebrand and be more positive. I don't know. Yeah. Rebranding is dumb. <laughs> you know, if you if you just are who you are, you never have to rebrand. Yeah, dude. I'm a, and yeah. that's just 
that I mean, I've I've never been good at like creating a persona per se. Like I have good days and bad days, and some days I come on the show and I'm like I'm gonna be an asshole, and there's nothing I can do about that. And then some days I'm like eh, I'll be less of an asshole. But like my general mode of operation is like the spectrum of asshole. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's my quote unquote brand. Like that's what I realized. I'm just an asshole too. Like. Yeah, but sometimes you don't feel like you're being an asshole. You're just speaking your mind. This is how I right. feel. Hey, you're being a dick. Well, I'm not being a dick. I'm just explaining what I think. If you and think you I'm a I dick, had, you and I had that interpersonal problem at the beginning, <laughs> because for us, it had to come from a place of trust first, you know. And that's kind of what I was saying before with like your words and choosing your words and and that sort of thing, like relationship. Like once you build a trust, then then your assholishness is kind of baked into the mix, as it were. You know, like it was like your assholishness has been priced in to the relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so now it's sort of like, all right, just being just a dick and it's fine because it doesn't really, I know he doesn't mean it like personally or whatever. Like he's not attacking me. He's just saying words. You know what I mean? So it's like, usually I'm just saying something that makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah right so it's it's sort of like you know okay he's not attacking me he's just saying his mind and that's fine right i think we've become such a culture where it's like especially on twitter right because generally when you say something on twitter which is why twitter is such a shithole website and i've always believed that for the record like i, I i've always hated twitter i just also get my news from there and i found I found a small group of people that I generally agree with, so it's nice. But on Twitter, if you say something, you, by and large, 99% of the time, you will get two responses. One s agrees with you, right? And maybe even adds on to the conversation something useful. And the other response is, fuck you, you retard. So, like, it's it, it really does, it really has sort of created a culture where, like, any sort of pushback automatically becomes like World War Three. You know, like we can't just be, and I don't care about being civil necessarily, but I do care about conveying concepts and ideas and having a discussion. Because like, if you look back, um, like at the founding fathers of this country, some of the shit they said to each other and did to each other was rude as fuck. Like they, they, some of the battles, like these, these intellectual back and forths, they were just like straight up, like, I don't even, it was, it was bad. Like some of these guys hated each other, like, you know, like the Sumpner caning and shit like that. People got shot. You know what I mean? Like some of it was really bad, but they still were trying to convey ideas. You know what I mean? And that was the important thing. It's like, dear sir, I do believe you are mentally handicapped. And also this is why, you know, like it, it was, it was, um, it's having conviction in what you're saying. It, right. You know what but it you is? Can't, but you have to be willing to converse about it too. Like conviction is good. It's important. I agree with it. But like, if you're, you know, and this is why I wouldn't necessarily, I don't like your classification necessarily of the toxic maxi because I, I consider myself to be pretty toxic on, in most cases, Oh, but yeah. if somebody, but usually I use that when somebody's being an ass, like, uh, exactly. Well, I think you can, a, you can swap back and forth between them. Sure. Okay. All right. So you're right. saying it's a fluid state. I think some, I think there are toxic maxis that are incapable of being Bitcoin maximalists. I think there's a, 
a, a bunch of kids right now that yeah. are just saying, oh, Bitcoin's the best because my like all these guys say funny things and I like them. So I like Bitcoin. And then there's Bitcoin maximalists that have like that wake up one morning and say, oh, fuck, I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to you. That's what's happened to most people I know. They didn't mean for it to come. They didn't mean to become a Bitcoin maximalist. It just happens because you just come to certain realizations where you say, oh, right. this is what these guys are talking about. But I think there are a lot of kids that are just like, eh, yay, everybody's stupid and I'm smart. It's like, that's that's right. dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to cause a beef here, but like, that is my complaint about Dieter Bob. Like the guy just, he always seems like he's just trying to get into fights with people he said he... there doesn't seem to be a lot of usefulness to that fight like his arguments are just you're stupid and dumb and i'm not okay, he, he well, said he made it to the bottom of the rabbit hole it's like what oh you're done learning okay oh, that's, yeah exactly Exactly. That's, that's fine i guess you you're know, yeah so that's just it, so he he's one of those guys where he just likes to start fights and that's yeah. not useful that's not helpful no. you know if you start a fight it should be for a reason you know like like you know peter mccormick saying stupid shit or or you know i, I don't have a so much problem when he like invites questionable guests onto his show because i think it's good to to learn right to you know, understand what the other side is saying and understand why you disagree with it instead of just knee jerking. I hate you, you know, like that's, I think that's important, you know? Um, but yeah, but yeah, guys like Dieter Bob, they just, ugh, whatever. Well, that's, know, that's a, energy that, for him. Yeah. I think that's what it is, is most Bitcoin maximalists will be well open to listening to, I'll listen to anybody explain their shit coin and then I'll say, here's where it fails. This is why this is stupid. Oh, I usually won't get that far with them. Well, I mean, if you, if you need to, if somebody, if you're interested, but I mean, you had to do that at the beginning. Why, Sure. why did I own Ethereum at the beginning? And now I don't, well, this is why, why did I own Litecoin? Why did I own this? Oh, and this is all the reasons I don't tell me about your shit coin. Let's see if this one makes sense. Nope. Here's why it doesn't make sense. If, if it's a good friend of yours, that's coming, like maybe a good friend of yours comes and says, Oh, Cordana, whatever is going to be great. And hex, hex is going to be amazing. Hex is going to be great. Whatever oh it is, it's like God. here's the PR why. campaign on hex right? is just. It's just it's annoying. So it's not that we're it's not that we're saying no, you're stupid. We're saying no, you're wrong, and here's why. Right. So, and if you continue to believe it, then you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. that would be my take on it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Should we? Uh... Oh. Okay, about toxicity. This is just one more quick one. So I was listening to a, another podcast today. I, I cannot get enough of Bitcoin, man. I listen to it all the time. I'll listen to whatever I can. Uh, but a good friend of the show, um, Robert Breedlove, has a podcast. So I was listening to his podcast. What did you just fucking say? <laughs> and he man, had... I'm going to slap the Canadian he, out of you. He had another good friend of the show on anthony pompliano oh yay <laughs> so, oh my god i was i was just like i gotta listen to this storm of assholery awesome. <laughs> I, was listen, I listened to the podcast i was just like i gotta hear what these guys have to say i liked them both in the past and you know whatever man they're they're, they're all right i'll listen to this but just like as i was listening to it i'm just like both of these guys don't like me specifically because they both have me blocked if i was just a new person <laughs> If I was just a new person to Bitcoin Twitter, I'd be like, oh, this guy seems cool. This guy seems cool. And now I'm listening to a podcast where both 
both guys on it have me blocked and i thought that was very funny <laughs> good job and i don't even i don't even know when Breedlove blocked me because he didn't for so long and i just went to go check i and have now a feeling i have a feeling that his his blocking was actually more of like a like a bot thing so like if you followed such and such you just automatically got blocked. i think it might have been but he had me not blocked for a long time even after he quoted me in his uh like three thousand word essay or whatever it was he quoted me and he still didn't block me so it just yeah. happened within recent recent times but i'm pretty right. well my guess well maybe maybe i don't know i'd be but i would guess that like if it didn't happen that he just turned on a blocker like that happened yeah. with me and will wheaton like the okay. the guy from star trek you know you know him <laughs> i don't uh he's he blocked this generation yeah he i never interact i never I, I barely even liked his posts you know like but uh but one day uh i forgot what it was but he i just oh i what i saw somebody else say will wheaton just blocked me and i've never talked to him i was like well that's weird and i looked sure as shit i had gotten i was blocked too hmm. so it was like okay so yeah. they're just bots that people have where search they're just guilty keywords. by association yeah they search like, dude, they're just search keywords yeah those freaking toxic maxis they're ruining it for us yeah or or will you follow this guy so just block everybody on this guy's follow list you know yeah. like that is the ultimate like pussy move. Seriously, like no. whatever. I mean, to go back I, to what I we were talking about earlier, <laughs> just block the people you don't like. Well, I'm not I, no, it. I don't I'm have a problem. Look, and I never said don't. Yeah, exactly. I, but the idea that you're going to block somebody just because they're associated with somebody else, honest, come on. Yeah, like that's you ridiculous. Like, give what if the chance, man? What if? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> But no, seriously, like, what if people were like, I'm going to block you just because you're associated with Jeff? And it's like, have you listened to the show? Do you know how many times we fight about stuff? I don't agree with everything you said. I'm not yeah. Jeff. Why would you fucking block me? I know. You know, That's wait weird. until I say something annoying yeah. or obnoxious, then block me. Go ahead. But, you know, just that, that it's again, it's that, it's that mentality of I can't be offended. I am too uh, important and I am too sensitive to even see naughty words you know what i mean like just go fuck yourself seriously it's so ah anyways okay. sorry man you, you just you keep pushing my buttons tonight brother okay let's get into the nice easy topic of the night shall oh, we yeah, okay all right let me wait let me um just crack the old neck let me uh pour a little bit more of this whiskey okay guys on. there you go all right i'm ready to go just nice easy light light conversation right i feel the need to discuss COVID in depth and how I feel about it. And then in turn, I want to hear how you feel about it. Cause maybe we don't even think the same thing. However, we both and amongst many Bitcoin maximalists and toxic maxis alike, most, most, and I put, you know, quotes around most, cause not everybody's the same, but most people have the same stance on COVID-19 vaccines, vaccine passports, and everything that's going on since the quote-unquote pandemic began right so i kind of want to say why i think because th this is the record can we just uh, can we just admit this might be our last podcast like we might yeah. officially i'm actually oh i'm getting taken away right now okay yeah yeah if you guys are well, you this, actually have to worry about that shit dude i wouldn't doubt if trudeau's got hit squads out at this point oh it's fucking Good crazy man. it's actually crazy I, I don't know i don't like that guy but i don't like <laughs> 
I don't like any of the other guys either. This is the problem. No, no, yeah, don't believe me. Listen, I'll I'll make fun of your guy all day long, and I'll open the door and hold it for you while you make fun of my guy. So yeah, it's, it's fine. Just, it's also fuck brutal. all these guys. Again, okay. they all got paychecks, so fuck them. Yeah. So okay, so I'm just gonna dive in my take, and then uh, yeah, feel free to jump in if you agree or disagree. Yeah, let's do it, man. So wait, with- hold on, hold on. Let me just preface it really quick. Nothing we're about to say on this show is medical advice. If you take medical advice from two idiots on a podcast, fuck yourself because you're stupid. Yeah, not medical advice. I'm not even going to link any resources to this. I don't want you to link anything. I just want to talk and explain ourselves in like an honest and open way on what we've seen. Because, okay, so here's a few of the issues. One, uh, Twitter and YouTube and all social medias and anything on your phone gets directed by algorithms in order to uh, convey what you want to see. If you want to see cool horse racing tracks around, you're going to see horse racing tracks and then it's going to show you people that like horse racing and then it's going to show you people that are interested in saddles and people that know how to lasso and it's going to show you all sorts of shit like that you could probably you could there's probably fucking a a quest what is it called equestrian i bet you there's Uh, an equestrian 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 twitter i bet you that exists and you could have your whole feed just be all about equestrian shit you know you say that but there's there is like equestrian uh instagram and yeah, of course i know that and equestrian facebook i know that for a fact because my wife is part of both of them <laughs> well, and all they do is honest to god dude she just scrolls through equestrian whatever and it's just like picture of a horse picture of a horse picture of a horse and i'm like jesus how many pictures she's like i'm like how many pictures of a horse do you need she's like all of them okay whatever man but that's the thing so. if if you want to do that's awesome by the way i just picked a thing literally out of my ass but that's that's awesome so it's the same thing with video games or swimming it doesn't matter what it is you can find a whole fucking life on the internet about what it is you like so step number one with covid has been that anybody that is against covid is only seeing things that are negative for covid i'm a and anybody that's for the vaccines and for, oh my God, COVID is killing everybody. You are only seeing things that verify your thoughts. This is problem number one. So I've gone out of my way to, well, when I started, I was more so on the COVID is bad. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, we got to do what we can. However, I was already on the side of, I don't know, I don't want to stop working. I don't want to get locked up. This seems kind of fucked. And like day one, I heard of COVID. I was like, okay, we're getting sick. I'll just not stand close to people because that's how sicknesses work. We already gave a preface that we're not fucking medical doctors. So take everything we say, however you want to. I made it. I went into gas stations and I said, I'll just stand six feet away from this person. This was before they even said the six foot rule. It's like, just don't get close to me. I don't know, man. I don't want to get sick because at the time it was scary. You didn't know, we didn't know what we were getting into. But then after that, we started realizing that, okay, now the government is putting in place these rules. Non-essential people can't work. You have to stay six feet apart. You have to wear a mask because that's going to prevent it from happening. And the mask thing caught me off guard right away as well, because I was like, okay, so what is the mask doing? And then they came out to say the mask is not about 
preventing you getting COVID. It's about you not giving COVID to people. So I had an issue with this because I said, well, if I don't have COVID, I can't give COVID to people. So why am I wearing a mask for something that I don't have? Which they then decided to, and I know, okay, this is another thing. You're not supposed to say they because they makes it conspiratorial, but I'm just going to say they because I don't have a better, they in this case, I guess means the government. I think from here on out, we both have to agree to just not apologize for anything we're about to say. Yeah. Okay. So otherwise we'll, we'll spend the whole episode going, okay, I don't want to be, but we're going to be anyways. Like we're just going to keep doing that. So, okay. Just, so, just go, mother. Just go. Okay. So we've already lost pretty much everybody that we're going to lose at this point anyway. So fuck it. I know, but I want people to listen that are like, if you're still here and you think COVID is scary or you think that we're just conspiracy theorists, just listen and try to get on the other side where my Twitter now is, where it's showing everything that's fucking bullshit about this. Try and inch your way into that side of things. Even if you disagree with it, it's good. Like we were saying earlier on the show, it's good to at least know the argument for either side rather than disregard it altogether. That's, that's something I firmly believe in. Just like I said, if somebody brings up a shit coin, why is it bad? Tell me, here's why it's bad. Why is COVID bad? Or why is COVID not something to worry about? Here's the reasons on this side, here's reasons on that side. So the fucking mask thing. Okay. So my boss that I was working for at the time bought us all masks because uh, we had to go into government buildings and I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> right away. I was like, I don't want to wear this thing. That also goes into who I am as a person. Um, I was also, I'm not a fan of hard hats and this is kind of just a, a me thing. Cause I always thought it was fucking stupid that you see road workers out on the road on a sunny day. And there's nothing overhead except for the sky and the government or whoever is in charge says you have to wear hard hats. The same thing when I go into an office building, oh, you're a construction guy. You have to wear a hard hat because people need to know that you're a construction worker. And I always thought that was fucking weird. It's like, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to know my head. <laughs> my thing was always like, is there just some dude that's in charge jerking off in the corner to all the fucking guys working with hard hats on? Does he just think that we all look cute with our hats on? Like, fuck this hat. So why did you put that image in? I'm just out. I'm just, I muted myself and I'm just laughing my ass off. Over here. That, that, I don't need that fucking image, dude. God. That's what I would think. It, it drove me insane. I, hate hard hats with the passion i think they're the stupidest thing unless of course maybe you're working on a scaffolding there's guys working above you that could drop screws from two stories up yeah put on a hard hat but just to wear an outfit for the sake of wearing an outfit i don't get it i think it's dumb okay so the masks we got had little filters in them which we're and then okay so you go back to the idea what why are we wearing the mask so we don't spread it well the the filter we had filters out whatever we're breathing and it filters in what we're breathing in so anything i'm breathing out is just flowing through so this mask is doing literally nothing anyways if i'm sick it's going through the filter whatever air i'm breathing in is fine because that's what the filter's for so right right off the bat this was it didn't make any sense um and yeah, just the, the whole idea that, I mean, then you go into the asymptomatic thing. It's like, you're not, if you're not sick, if you're sick and you're asymptomatic, it means you're not sick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor, but like, fuck's sakes, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So then the other question was, you know, it's killing old people. Okay. So I won't go see my grandmother. That's fine. 
why why aren't I seeing my grandmother? Oh, because you might be sick. Oh, I'm not sick. Okay, well, you, you you just can't go. So they locked everybody up, and everybody was locked up real tight. And then this goes into the idea of being isolated, not being able to talk to people is very, very trying on any given person's mental health. If you can't talk to people, if you're isolated, I mean, the worst punishment people can experience is, uh, what is it called? Seclude. It's isolation. There's a word for it. Seclusion. Yeah. So you, they put you in a box and you stay alone and some guys. Do oh, 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 uh, uh, you're talking about in the prisons. Yeah. What is it? There's a term uh, solitary confinement, solitary confinement. This is the worst thing you can do to a person. And this is basically what they were doing. They were putting everybody on house arrest. It's a fucking problem. So at this point it's, Hey, this, we're just doing our part. We're all going to stay home and the virus is going to die. Okay. Sure. One thing that was lucky when this first lockdown happened was that Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. I got to play it, which was pretty cool. So I was cool with that at the, at the time. It was the beginning of March. Great game if you haven't played it. But I was like, yo, this is, this, this is, if this happens again, like, what the fuck? So lo and behold, it's happened multiple times now. I'm, I mean, for fuck's sakes, it was supposed to be two weeks in March. Where, where are we now? august end of august a year a year and a half later like i don't know how people don't realize this this shit never ends like i'm talking to people like oh yeah once this delta variant goes down we'll, we'll be good i'm like holy okay so the delta variant i kind of wanted to i i'm just kind of rambling there's so much there's so much fucking shit i mean you are but you're trying to encapsulate a year and a half yeah would it be easier if i kind of like because i've been taking notes while you're talking would it be easier if i just kind of came up alongside you and did my bit and then you could keep going launching. Uh, I just have one more thought and then Yeah, no, that's uh, fine. I don't I don't need to. I was just cuz no, I just I have such a I have the memory of a goldfish when I'm talking about this shit. <laughs> so the thing I want to bring it back to is why do bitcoiners all have the same again, most bitcoiners have the same theories on covid and the lockdowns. And it comes back to what bitcoin actually provides us. It provides us freedom from a system we've been locked in, which is the fiat currency system that we had no choice but to partake in. And what Bitcoin provides you is with sovereignty. I mean, that's a buzzword that you hear in Bitcoin, but it's true. You get to be your own person. You get to make your own rules. You get to live your own life. No higher power, whether they should even be given a higher power or not, if they're government why do you why do you listen to these assholes anyways but they can't do shit right like what they're doing with the lockdowns right now preventing you from working preventing you from going outside preventing you from going to stores because this is what this leads to is the the lockdown from oh if you're unvaccinated you can't go to the fucking grocery store preventing you from eating and coercing you into getting a vaccine and we don't even have to talk about how fucked the vaccine is we can just talk about how bad it is that this lockdown is happening and what they're what's going on with the like people's mentalities we can talk about the vaccine later and all the issues there but there's so much like there's so much so the main point is somebody else is telling you where you're allowed to be where you're allowed to go what you're allowed to do what money you're allowed to make and this is not a life that I feel is livable. I don't want to be controlled by anybody else. And by partaking in the lockdowns, by wearing the mask that 
again, it doesn't fucking do, I mean, just the mask idea alone, it doesn't do anything. I'm sorry, it doesn't. It everybody everybody that's getting COVID now fucking has been wearing a mask for two years. I don't know how many stories I've seen on my timeline of, oh, my, my brother's been wearing the mask and he's been inside for two years and he just got COVID. Those damn anti-maskers, it's all their fault. It's like, fuck you. Clearly the mask isn't doing shit if your brother just got sick and he hasn't been home. It's so frustrating, man. So higher government and more so the people in charge of the money, WF, IMF, the control, everything. This is why your timelines, why your Twitters, why your YouTubes are controlled because they say what you can and can't see just like Doug got kicked off Twitter because he said shit that doesn't follow the narrative of what you want to, what they want you to see. So they just remove it. They want to control you. They're going to fucking tell you where you can and can't be They They tell you, they put out this news stories to tell you what to be scared of when you're at home, you've been confined. You haven't been talking to anybody. You're in a heightened state. If you see something that's scary, you're going to get more scared, which is, I mean, it's just, you get, you get scared, you get freaked out. So, Oh, Delta's here. I mean, they fucking haven't even isolated the Delta variant if it exists or not. I'm sure that there's a new, I'm sure that this virus is mutating just like every virus ever did in all of all of virus history, but they haven't been able to isolate it yet. Again, I'm not posting any fucking links. You can research it yourself or DM me on Twitter and I'll here, I'll send you thousands of things. I have a, I have a folder on my phone of just like COVID shit. Like here's all my COVID stuff because, oh yeah, this was my main thing I wanted to say is I think what would be great is if you could just exchange with somebody else, like your, your whole social media thing. Like I wish I could just be like, here friend, this is what I see. Can you just look at this and tell me you wouldn't, you know, maybe change your mind. So why do, why do Bitcoin people all take the same stance on COVID? It's because it's not just a virus. There's more going on. They're leading towards the vaccine fucking passports, which people have been saying for a year. Some Bitcoiners are on top of this shit. Francis Puglio is a really good one. Chris Acosti is another cool guy to follow. He's actually just being currently being orange billed. He's about to talk to Francis. I thought he was a Bitcoiner, but he's not yet. Uh, but there's a control that's coming that if you're partaking and you're not just saying no to this shit, is going to keep happening. So by wearing a mask, by staying home, by not going to work, all you're doing is giving up your life. I mean, it's been a fucking year and a half already. You've given up a year and a half of your life for what? For fucking nothing. So do what you want to do. Use the money. That's the fairest system in the world. And don't listen to fucking assholes that think that they have some right to give you rules just arbitrary arbitrary rules that they don't follow i mean here's just one at the at the g7 summit whatever the fuck it was called my buddy justin and your buddy uh what's his name joe <laughs> justin first off wore a mask for the joe what? yeah joe oh, oh, oh yeah i'm sorry I, I thought you meant an actual friend justin i'm like oh, okay no yeah uh yeah biden i got you. okay so they and uh boris johnson all these guys met and they did the elbow bump and fucking wore the mask and took a picture all standing six feet apart 
And then there's pictures of them fucking like 20 minutes later, just all hanging out, no masks on, giving each other hugs and kisses and whatever. Drinking, talking really close. It's the whole so nine yards. stupid. So like, yeah. it's, it's so obvious that, okay. The other thing is me growing up, I remember reading about propaganda and being, oh, it's a good thing that we don't have to deal with that anymore. That seems scary. Propaganda is still very real. <laughs> it happens every day and it's on fucking overdrive right now. So you can't believe what you see. You shouldn't listen. To, that's why I said you shouldn't listen to us either. You should do your own research and figure it out. But the propaganda is real. The fear is overhyped. I didn't even touch on the fact that the fucking virus has a 99.97 survival rate. Like for fuck's sakes. Uh, and that for the record i'm gonna just i have to hit that i'll let you keep going because i I know you want to purge the demons here but that is a fact from the cdc and the world health organization's numbers you can go look it up and do your own math on it it's literally a 99 percent survival rate i'm done go ahead yeah so it's just so frustrating uh they're trying to push the vaccine so that it's fda approved uh let it be known that the person that's got set to approve the fda approval is the same person that approved that's a lot of time saying approved is the same person that approved uh fentanyl and oxycontin so hey if you're a fan of those drugs maybe you'll be a fan of fucking the covid vaccine like for uh Anybody that doesn't know, I guess I should explain Oxycontin, fentanyl, two very dangerous opiates. There's a really actual, real, uh, a lot of people dying from overdoses of these drugs that are medically supposed to help with pain, but they're just fucking people up. They're so well, dangerous. What they, yeah. What they do is they, they, uh, they end up, they, they're very addictive. So, uh, fentanyl generally, I think most of the deaths right now are not medically prescribed fentanyl but what it what they are is you have other drugs laced with fentanyl and fentanyl can be very um uh, addictive yeah well addictive and it can just it does just straight up fucking kill you yeah. right so um like oxycotton will be is very addictive uh and like that's you see all these campaign ads for like you know hey throw out your oxycotton when you're done with it don't use it don't let your kids get a hold of it because we did in the states maybe i want to say four or five six years ago we did have an epidemic of like teenagers basically raiding their parents um uh medicine cabinets because anybody could get oxy you know anybody could get all of these drugs oh i tweaked my back at work oh here you go here's a six month supply of this shit and then they have it sitting there and being responsible adults they would take it until they needed it and then they would stop using it but then they still had like three months worth sitting somewhere and the kids would fucking get it and they go party with it and they end up having a fucking grabber on the dance floor or something you know so we we're seeing all these kids like the the opioid problem is a real problem and it is affecting people and largely it seems to be coming from the same people that are supposed to be healing us not fucking killing us again i'll let you continue okay so yeah on that note i mean these if there's a greater thing going on i've been i've been reading a lot diligent ninja is a good guy to follow he was on the show a couple weeks ago and he's all into this i would definitely call him a toxic maxi by the way (laughs) he uh See, there's even, and this is the thing, there's lines for me too. Like there's certain things that I'm like, I can't get behind this. And the problem, I guess, I don't know, I call it the left. This is generalizing again, but there's a narrative that goes on that if you're against the COVID vaccines or fucking wearing a mask, it's because you're 
you're fucking terror. Like they're saying that you're a terrorist. It's like, no, I'm, or that, I mean, there was the whole idea that, oh, they're putting chips in, or your, your arms are getting magnetized. Maybe that's true. I don't know. There's certain lines where I'm just like, I don't believe this part of it. I just know that it's some shit that I don't want to do. Like, I'll just fucking wait, wait it out. Um, yeah, there's certain, there's certain things where they'll pump the idea that anybody that is against the narrative is so fucking far gone that they just are, it's laughable, right? So instead of, I don't know, you look back at the Tide Pods thing, it's like, oh, anybody that's against COVID vaccine, those are probably the kids that were fucking eating Tide Pods. It's like, no, there's just idiots out there. There's just stupid people that do stupid shit. And there's nothing wrong with being, with critically thinking about what the fuck's going on around you and just making a decision for your own life. And what's happening now is that they're trying to make it so that you don't even get to make the decision for yourself. This is the real, this is the real problem. If they mandate these vaccines so that you need it to work in government or you need it to be a cop. I mean, I have a few issues with this too. So, okay. So one thing is the good thing is, is that, okay, if I'm, if I'm a cop and I don't want to take the vaccine, but I need to take the vaccine for work, I'll put my foot down and I'll say, I'm not a cop or I, I'm not going to take the vaccine and I'm just going to quit my job. I, I can't work for this. Okay. That's good. You stood up for yourself, but what are you left with in the, in the, in the police force? You're left with a bunch of people that does, did what they were told and are also following orders from somebody that said that, and their understanding is that anybody that didn't follow these orders is a fucking terrorist. So now you've just radicalized the police. This is very dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a small issue, I guess, if you have a bunch of fucking jacked up police officers that are taking whatever they want and the, that whatever somebody wants in their arm. I mean, that's a bit of an issue. So, yeah, I guess it all comes back to the idea that you should make your own choices. Bitcoin lets you make your own choice. Nobody's forcing you to buy Bitcoin. You should because it's a better choice, but you have to come to that choice yourself. Just like we said, when you become a Bitcoin maximalist, you wake up one day and you're like, oh fuck, I guess this is what I am. Not because anybody forced you to, because you just came to the realization that that's what you believe in. And if you don't even get a choice to, a like you don't even get to choose what you feel, well then you're not even a person. So let's say, for example, that COVID is very deadly. It's killing three out of four people. And let's say the vaccine is he is stopping COVID from killing two out of three of those people. Well, that's a, I mean, I'd probably fucking get the vaccine at that point. But the fact of the matter is, is that COVID's not killing like anybody, you know, asterisks. I know that it is in fact killing some people and the vaccine. I don't know if I've said this on the show. I'm, I very well may have tweeted it out me just in my anecdotal life. I've known, probably more than 10 people that have had COVID. I've known one person that has died of COVID and I know two people that have had random heart attacks and died after getting the vaccine. Um, so that's something I take very seriously. It's simple math for me. It's hard to say that because it's people that have died. And this, again, it's just anecdotal, but for me, it's two verse one. So what the fuck am I going to do? Why would I get this? That's, 
not even anything to the point of the fucking vac- the COVID's not even killing anybody. But even if it was, it's like more people are dying from the fucking vaccine. And I, yeah, you said not to apologize. It's just the fucking truth, man. So, uh, what was my question of the day? Why I mean, is it my turn yet? Almost I've been very patient. Why do most I've... Bitcoiners share similar responses? Because we fucking research and do our own shit and make the most logical conclusion. The most logical conclusion is that COVID is a cover up for a much larger, larger um, narrative that's going on in the world. And that's it. Okay. See, I, I told you I'd be quick. It was like two minutes. I'm already done. <laughs> Man. I hope your 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 ability to tell time is like is good at well, whatever. Fuck I'm an idiot. Don't. don't listen to anything I said. I love, you. I love you. Here you go. All right, you ready? Okay, you want do you want to just I have rant? been, I I have been taking diligent notes the entire time you were talking. And I'm just gonna run run through this here. You started off talking about Twitter and Facebook and everything else. The first red fucking flag, okay, is the idea that any dissent about this, okay was immediately squashed. I remember seven months ago, there were two doctors out of California. They did, they did a live cast. They were talking about like the, all the things you've talked about, right? They couldn't, every, every outlet took their stuff down every outlet. So right there, huge red flag. Okay. And, and I want to preface all of this by saying, uh, I remember the very first images coming out of China. It's so weird to me. One of the weirdest things about one of the many weird things about this was I remember the video coming out of China when we first, first heard about this. This would have been like November, December of 2019. Okay. I remember the video of the guy on the bus coughing up blood. I remember the video of the other guy in the street face down with a pool of blood running away from him. I remember the video of the Chinese essentially, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you call them, but some sort, of, some sort of squad basically welding people into their apartments, right? I remember being terrified of these images. I remember turning to my wife and saying, holy shit, this is scary as fuck. We have to, this is, this is bad. This could be really, really bad hon. I remember being terrified of those images. It's funny. We've never seen any images like that since then. Not one, not our hospitals, not, not any hospitals around. We've seen people dying, right? But that, that was a second red flag for me. It was that within a month, those kind of images disappeared right off the map, right? Then you talked about masks a little bit. Uh, the idea that they don't really do anything. They don't. Let's be honest. I, I've worked in hospital settings. I've been an EMT. Uh, you know, they're they're uh, a hedge at best. They definitely don't stop viruses. You know, like uh, they just don't. So that's for, just silly. for the record, we mean like there there's different levels of these masks, and and there are some that can prevent it but whatever people are wearing with the blue ones or just cloth you ones know, you know i know the ones that, that go ahead and look up go ahead and just google virology lab okay look at the masks that they fucking wear in an actual lab where they do these fucking experiments okay they're in a full setup with outside oxygen right it, they literally they they have a little tube that goes to a full suit that's what prevents that kind of transmission. These little, and, and you're, and I'm sorry, 
some asshole wearing a, a fucking cloth gaiter around his neck. You, you know what you're doing? You're just breathing in your own sweat and, and dandruff and everything else. That's all you're doing. These cloth masks are garbage. They're worthless. Okay? I don't give a shit. You think you're going to somehow prevent a virus that can, you know, supposedly is, can, is the most infectious thing we've ever seen? Go fuck yourself. Third of all, I'm just going to say it right now. This was never a pandemic. I'm just calling it. Okay? At, in the history books, if anybody will actually write an honest history book, you will see that this was not a pandemic by the actual definition of the word. This was, uh, this was a very infectious virus that spread rapidly. But when you start doing the numbers in terms of people dying of COVID versus dying with COVID, uh, there's no comparison. I mean, they literally, people were getting into motorcycle accidents and they were putting the cause of death as COVID. Go fuck yourself, okay? These are all things you could look up easily if you want to. Um, you talked about rules for rules sake with your hard hat and everything else. Yeah, those are always dumb. That's absolutely stupid. And and I just want to say something else. This idea, you you actually said that you, you called you called yourself a goldfish in terms of you had hard hard time remembering. The human race is a goldfish because people don't remember the video of the guy face down. In, and I'm not much better to be honest, but for some reason when this hit, it just it really caught my brain. Most times I'll hear news and I'll just kind of like, I'll gloss over it. I'll pass by it. I'll leave it alone, whatever. I don't care. I'm doing my shit. But for some reason, this particular issue has caught me since day one. I have ingested hours of videos, researched, looked at things. This is this has been the forefront of my brain for better part of two years, right? So when you say you're a goldfish, I'm saying everyone's a fucking goldfish, unless they were specifically dialed in on this. Because those pictures, those images, ask somebody today, do you remember the images of the guys that come in the China, the China images? They'll tell you no. They'll tell you no, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just, it's, it, it I, I guess I'm just, I just wanted to bring that up because I don't feel like you're alone in that. I feel like that's, that's a, a common uh, affliction of the human race, right? That's uh, yeah. Can I just speak on that point? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th that goes into uh how they're they're just dragging people along it's like here just show them this and then mm -hmm. in two weeks we'll tell them this and then in two weeks we'll show them this so you get such an overflow of information that i mean most people don't even know how long it's been right like most people right you can't even think i i right. talked to somebody i talked to somebody the other day he's like oh yeah they're, they're lifting all the mask mandates at the end of august I'm like at the end of august and this was two weeks ago i'm like yeah. That's two weeks from now. You realize they've been saying two weeks from now for a fucking year and a half. So it's it's part of it's part of the system. It's just the drag along system. So you, yeah, to to over overload your brain with information that it's all it's all connected. For the record, I do remember those images. And I was like, oh shit, this does look scary. Right, right. I remember, and I called my folks up and I said, damn, this looks bad. And that lasted that mentality where I was actually genuinely worried about this lasted for about a month. And then, then we started to see some numbers. And so I'm going to, I'm going to lead into that with this, right? I just want to say this. If you put a mask on your kid, you're a fucking monster. Stop listening to me right now. Turn this fucking podcast off. Go the fuck away. Cause you're a fucking monster. The idea, and this is, this is one of the first red flags that hit me. Okay. All flus traditionally, in fact, most diseases traditionally, 
Okay. Who do they affect? They affect the very old and the very young. That is a fact. Look it up throughout history. Those were always the most two vulnerable populations. This virus statistically is a zero when it comes to affecting children. It does affect the old. I'll give you that. And then there are varying degrees between, let's say, the age of 12 and the age of 70. Okay. But 12 and younger, doesn't the kids don't get affected. So if you're putting your, 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 you're muzzling your children, if you're teaching your child that all human beings are basically just a vector for disease, you're a monster and you deserve whatever's coming for you in the afterlife. Cause I, I really believe that it's a fucking travesty to break your child mentally like that. That's awful. You're a horrible person. Go away. I want to agree right. with that. And I want to just say, all you're doing is conditioning your kid to follow rules for the sake you're doing so much more though i mean you're right you are right you're you're conditioning your child to just follow rules for rules sake which is stupid but you're also conditioning them to believe that the person walking towards them is a disease vector you're teaching them to be scared of their fellow humans that is a recipe for disaster for a child for a human mind to think all other human beings are diseases that's scary as fuck dude can you imagine a world where somebody walks down the street from you and you literally cross the street? It doesn't matter what color they are or anything like that. Just it's another person. And I'm so scared they might deliver some, they might be a vector for some sort of disease that I'm going to cross the street. That's what you're training your child to be. That's what you're training your child to do. It's ridiculous. And for, again, as Jeff said, for a disease with a 99% recovery rate for anyone who's ever had it. And let me tell you, I'm a fat guy age 44 not in the best shape at all who got it i had it back in november so i'm not denying it doesn't exist i know it does i was there but i'm telling you you take some vitamin d you take some zinc maybe if you're lucky you can get what some of these other protocols that they have out there like the zelenko protocol you get some ivermectin or hydrochloroquine right Hydro hydro hydroxychloroquine right and uh not doctors fine. not doctors don't give a shit but I've, go ahead I've, and research it research you know? it and yeah look at the uh look up the zelenko protocol the dude has personally treated six thousand people hasn't lost a patient to COVID, and his protocol uh, he's been teaching other doctors i just watched his video he was talking to a, a rabbinical council in israel um you can find it on rumble look it up it's really good it's a 30 minute video it's definitely worth your time just go to rumble because no one else will fucking post it see my first point that should be a red flag when when nobody can dissent and nobody can talk about different things that's a red flag kids right there and go ahead go to rumble look up zelenko z-e-n-e-l wait no z-e-l-e-n-k-o uh rabbinical council You'll probably find the video and he's 30 minute video. He talks about his treatments and how he has taught other doctors and collectively they probably, he treated the fucking, he, he treated Trump. He was one of the guys that, that when Trump got it, they called him. Okay. So go look it up, whatever. Fuck it. So one, yeah, just to, just to speak on that point, even if, even if there's the Linko treatment or Ivermectin, whatever the fuck it is, even if they didn't work, but somebody was claiming that they did. You have to question why would they be trying to bury right. this evidence? Like why? Like if so, right. if there's the another option, way to discredit somebody is to show light to them. You know, mm -hmm. like if 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 uh, 
if I say I have invented um, an anti-gravity gun, right? What's the fastest way to, to, to fuck me up? Is to get some camera crews out there and say, all right, show us your anti-gravity gun. You know what I mean? Nope. No, we're going to bury this. I have an anti-gravity gun. Shut him up. Don't let him talk. Don't let him speak a word. That's fine. So what are you doing? You're basically driving that thought underground. So even if he's a whack job, which maybe he is, I don't know. But all you're doing is you're giving him credence. He's too dangerous. Don't let him speak. It has to make you at least wonder. It should just be a flag. If you're one of the people that you're still here and you still think what we're saying is bullshit, that should be a red flag for you. It genuinely should. All right. All right. Let's move on. Next topic. Okay. COVID is in the animal population. COVID is never going away, kids. It's just like the flu. It's just like the common cold, which, by the way, is a virus. I don't know if you guys knew that. But the reason we can never get rid of the cold is because it can... Tra- it, it, it. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. COVID is in the animal population. There, there is a report recently. Look up deer COVID animal population. You'll find the article. Okay, It's in the deer population, I believe, in... Oregon? Maybe maybe Wisconsin. It might be in my home state. I'm not sure. Because uh, I read so much of this shit like all the time. But it is in the animal population. So unless you're going to wipe out all of the animals, COVID's here to stay. That's just the way it is. Okay, now what are you going to do, right? Uh, so the virus mutation, I don't necessarily want to get too far into that, but there is some really credible um, dialogues going on right now about the idea that these mutations, viruses normally mutate. That is a normal thing. That is why your flu shot, when you get a flu shot every year, the flu is a virus and you get a flu shot and it may or may not protect you. Because what they do when they're making the flu shot is they try to pick like what they think are gonna be like the maybe top five or six strains of the flu. And they try to inoculate you against that. And again, we haven't even said this yet, but we really should. I'm not anti-vaccine. Yeah, me okay? neither. And but I, 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 you know, my kids have been vaccinated. My wife has taken the flu vaccine several times. I have, I've never really felt the need. Yeah, so I didn't. Put, the, I would, that's what I was going to say. I, when the yeah. flu vaccine came out, I was like, "Why am I getting a vaccine for something that's just like going to give me the sniffles for a couple of days?" Yeah, I'd rather I mean, just not. That that was kind of me just being an asshole because I'm I'm not a fan of shots. I I don't like needles. Yeah, but also it's just, just one like of those things where it just never entered my sphere. I just didn't need it. You it know just what didn't I mean? Need I, I'm and also to begin with. On top of that, anybody that I heard that got the fucking flu shot always got sex. I was like, well, and that's anecdotal. So I'll leave it's that anecdotal. as anecdotal. Yeah, that's what I was gonna but say. it's like for me, it's like, okay, so worst case scenario, I get the flu and I probably, you know, I shit myself a couple times and I got to sleep for four days. That's a fucking vacation. Fuck it. I'll take that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to go and get a shot and pay $20 and all this other shit. Oh, that makes me think of something. You always have had to pay for your flu vaccine. Somehow this has been free for everybody that gets it. Another red flag. The idea that governments are allocating billions of dollars, and this is a fact, go look it up. In a year when our entire economy was shut down, Pfizer last year made $8.7 billion with a B. When everybody else is losing their shorts, okay? Every mom and pop, that I know of practically shut down. Every crafter that I uh, that I ever knew 
either had a really, really hard time making it through or they didn't make it through. Okay. You sat at home and you had to worry about, will the government give me enough money? Pfizer made 8.7 billion with a B dollars. Another red flag. Okay. Again, go do your own research, have fun with that. But doesn't that make you wonder that you didn't have to pay a dime for that and they still made $8.7 billion? All right, let's move on. Okay, so hold on. I, was... I want two, point, two points about that. One, yeah, if you're getting something for free, it's because you're the product. I don't, did you say that? That's true. Uh, two, yeah, as far as the buying goes, I mean, that's another thing that relates it back to Bitcoin, right? So when the government is ever buying anything, they're doing it by. I mean, the the main way people thought is the government gets taxes from the people and then they have this money and then they allocate it. But that's not what happens. The government uh, creates money and then buys things and then thinks of a plan of how they're going to get that money back. This is why we have deficits. So uh, the government of Canada is running one of the worst globally, I'm pretty sure. And Justin just put through a couple weeks back. I don't like this is what I mean. Like this is obvious to me, but maybe some people haven't seen it. He Canada's the first country to buy booster shots up until 2025 from, I can't remember which one it was. I'm pretty sure it's Moderna. So he sent uh, them. Probably, I think it was actually Pfizer. Okay. So either way, Justin. But just, ask yourself a question. Ask yourself that question right off the bat. Another red flag. Like all I want to do is I just want to throw up red flags on this. Like let's pretend we're watching a football match. It can be uh, it could be soccer for you fucking European guys, or it could be football. Football, throw up the red flag, okay? At somebody who's buying booster shots for variations for 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 um for mutations that haven't even occurred yet. How are you going to buy booster shots for a vaccine that it was quote unquote vaccine that was designed for COVID-19 when now we have a Delta variant and you're going to go to 2024 when we're going to have Epsilon or Omega or whatever the fucking variant is. Viruses mutate quickly. That's part of their bread and butter. That's how they survive is by mutating quickly. So you're telling me you're going to buy, you're going to buy a shit ton of vaccine boosters that can by definition only be for what's known right now for 2024 the fuck is that what in the absolute fuck is that shit seriously <laughs> and just yeah I, I agree with all that and i just want to bring it back to bitcoin in the sense that you might maybe you're somebody that doesn't realize but even if like, oh, well, I didn't pay taxes and the government's allocating money. They're allocating money in the form of inflation. So Canada's inflation is going to skyrocket. It has been skyrocketing. Everybody can see it. So whether you like it or not, this is happening to the money. So at the same time that you're not allowed to work is the same time that everything's getting more expensive. That can only lead to people having less and less and less until you can't afford to keep yourself afloat or eat or buy any of your essentials, which can lead down the road if you extra extrapolate that further to a new monetary system that they might usher in or a new form of government where the government gives you food stamps or whatever it is. And they say, well, oh, you don't have money. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. Here's your allocated uh, food for the month. And here's, and by the way, this is just communism. That's what communism is. And if you think that's a good idea, uh, I recommend go fuck you, yourself. Yeah, maybe go look at uh, history of communism. Okay, no, next. just go go fuck right off. Communi all the way. There's a point on the horizon. 
go fuck yourself off till you get there and then just keep fucking off if you're a communist. I don't, I, I, I'm done with that. I have a, question. The, I have record, a question for you to lighten the mood. No, no, no. I, I, I got to get through this, dude. Okay. I, you, you set me off. This okay. is your this is your topic. And I, okay. I let you talk. OK, uh, keep rolling. for the record, I am I am going to wrap this all up with with your question. Like I'm, I'm bringing it all back. But OK, you, you covered so much ground that I had to take notes and I, now I'm just compelled. So. OK, I'm going to save my question for the end of the lecture. OK, all right. So uh, so viruses mutate fucking deal with it end of stat all right so i'm almost at the end of this particular uh, sticky note here uh i am going to throw this out 18 reasons uh why i'm not going to take the vaccination all right it's a it's a an article that was written a couple months ago uh you need to go look it up just look up 18 reasons no vaccination all right that post-it note is done boom you talk about this idea of left or right jeff okay and I've talked to you about this concept before, this idea of like Democrat, Republican. I don't really know what you guys have in Canada. Like, I don't know what your your political affiliations are, but let me just frame it the way I think that is most succinct. OK, from here on out, if you think you're a leftist, if you think you're on the right, OK, recast that, look at your life and you look at how much freedom do I believe in? Because let me, it, speaking as an American, okay, left, right, Democrat, Republican, whatever the fucking label is, they all are on the team of less freedom. All of them. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you're team Biden. I don't care if you're team Trump. The bottom line is they will discard your freedom as soon as they think it's convenient. Now, I, as both an American born and bred and a Christian believe that my freedoms do not stem from somebody else's rights. So fuck them all. Okay. This whole thing has been an interesting observe. It's, it's been an interesting case study in <clears throat> who believes in freedom and who is just fucking pantomiming. I believe in freedom. Trump, you know, he's the guy who he mainlined these fucking vaccines. Right. He literally set the stage for the FDA today approving a vaccine that has only been in circulation for less than a year. We don't know. This is an experimental vaccine, by the way. It's not even a vaccine. You can't even legitimately call it a vaccine because it, it doesn't operate like a vaccine does. A normal vaccine takes a piece of the virus that is the problem, whatever it is. And it basically introduces it to your system and it forces your body to deal with it. And you create antibodies and then you're inoculated against it. That is how a vaccine works. These are the Moderna and the, the, the Pfizer. They take a piece of mRNA, they introduce it to your body. Okay. And for those, and, and I, and I'm not a biochemist, so I can't, entirely explain the process but basically what it does is it takes a piece of uh, mrna is is a it's uh it's a script okay like if you're coding okay or if you're on stage and you're an actor okay it tells the act the actor or it tells the code what to do in this case the actor or the code is your cell so it takes the script it introduces, it injects it into your cells, and your cells start producing pieces of the, the virus. So just think about that for a second. Now, for me, that's a red flag. Maybe that's not for you. That's fine. 
But now we're telling ourselves to make pieces of the virus that are killing us, quote unquote, pandemicking us, right? And it's never been tried before on this large of a scale. It's never been sussed out. And it's all been done under an emergency order. We have not field tested this. We have not actually uh, seen and, and and I don't even want to get into the animal studies because there's a lot of controversy about the animal studies. There are some people that claim that every time this has been tried in the animal studies, all the animals died. Okay, all of them. Once they were introduced to an actual virus, they all died. That's what I've heard. Mm, I'm not a biochemist. I can't really speak to that. But I do know if I have a... I said this to Jeff, I think, a couple months ago. We have people that literally, when Apple comes out with a new iPhone, they'll be like, I'll wait till the bugs are worked out, right? I'll, I'll, when Apple 12 iPhone, whatever comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a couple, I'll give it six to eight to 10 to a year, right? And, and we'll see, we'll let them work the bugs out. This is a brand new tech that goes inside your body that, we don't know what it will do long term. Literally nobody on the planet, nobody, not Fauci, not Biden, not our good friend Justin, no fucking person on the planet can tell us what happens when we start introducing genetically engineered mRNA to a human species on a grand scale, and then we just kind of let it do its thing. We, we sure do hope it works. Hope it doesn't fuck anything up. We have no idea. So anybody that tells you they're safe, they're fucking lying to you because there is no way to know that it's safe. The only way to know that is to have a small controlled population of several thousand people where you put this, this new quote unquote vaccine into their arms and you let them live their lives and let them be introduced to all the things that happen to a human over the course of a couple of years. And then we see what happens. Okay. Until that point, Fuck that. It's not going in my arm. All right. So done with that. Uh, also, just for the record, anybody who says left or right, they don't know what they're talking about. It's either freedom or not freedom. Okay. So list of non uh, list of places. This is a fun fact. Red flag. Hold on. I have to take a sip of my water. Yeah, I'll just list. say, I'll just say, uh, go ahead. That, that was the thing that really caught me off guard because I think that I was more on the left, I guess, for a long time. And I got the news that, oh, the right, the people on the right are evil. And then when I started looking at the point, I'm like, well, I'm not on the right, but I'm definitely not on the left. So people, I'm just, I'm neither. You can be neither. And if you think somebody that disagrees with you is on the other side, then you're just being ignorant to the fact that there's always secret option number three. Well, and for me, it's, it's, it's for the longest time, for years, for my, my whole thing has been, you're either for freedom or you're not. And I don't think I've ever betrayed that in 44 years, quite honestly, because I've had this opinion since about 18 or 19 years old. That's when I really kind of got uh, politically awoke, awakened, awokened. I don't know. But I started to realize that you're either for freedom or you're not. And if you're not for freedom, I'd have no business with you. I have nothing, nothing to deal with for you. So... Uh, so here's a fun list. This should be a red flag. I saw this. You can go ahead and look it up. Again, I can't confirm. It's just something I've seen. A list of places that don't have the mandatory vaccine. The White House, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. The three biggest manufacturers and the White House do not have a vaccine mandate. 
go ahead and look that up. Have fun with that one. All right. I got two more. I got two more sticky notes here real quick. Um, <clears throat> we're talking about at the very beginning of this quote unquote pandemic. This was one of the reasons why I got into Bitcoin. I started to see all of these red flags happening and I realized this is a government. And by the way, this is a government I voted for at the time. I, I voted for Trump because I thought he was going to be, you know, pro-freedom or at least least not as bad as the other guy, right? Uh, I don't even remember who the other guy was at the time. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I can't say her name because she'll probably have me killed. The other Anyways, guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... So one of the reasons I got into Bitcoin was this this quote unquote pandemic started to throw up so many red flags that I just was like, this can't this can't be right. And and then I started to look at more things and the Jeff actually hit me up and, and I was like, this actually is like the, all these pieces are starting to fit together where I'm realizing the people in charge give no they couldn't care if I died or not, honestly. So. I just want to say that part. This is the, this, the COVID is actually part of the reason why I became a Bitcoiner. Um, oh, you said something about, uh, the, the numbers in terms of people dying. Right. And, and I would, I would genuinely someday someone will do a fair reporting of it, but, uh, there is a huge distinction between people dying of COVID versus people dying with COVID. The one thing I will say about COVID is that it absolutely was prolific in terms of jumping from person to person. In terms of its efficacy in killing those people, it's a fucking fail. Like, we all kind of know now, like, whether you want to admit it or not, it was made in a lab, okay? Which means somebody had the intention of creating a, a fucking virus that would do damage to the human race, right? They fucking failed. Because honestly, I would argue that most of the population of the world at this point has already had it. This is a disease so deadly, you have to be tested to know you even had it. Honestly, it's a fucking fail. So it's pathetic. So people, and you, again, you can look it up. Look up um, motorcycle accident, Florida, COVID. You'll hear, you'll hear the story of the, the county sheriff reporting that the kid who flipped himself over a guardrail on a motorcycle, uh, they listed him. He fucking splattered his brains across the sidewalk. They listed him as a COVID death. Okay. The numbers were absolutely inflated for this. Why? Because it's terrifying and it gets you to do what they want you to do. Right. Fear is the number one motivator when it comes to politicians, politics, governments, etc. Okay. Now we can talk about uh, the vaccine safety and I kind of touched on it. So I'll just briefly say it. Anybody that tells you these are safe, they don't, they're lying. They're just straight up lying or they're, they're, they're just parroting uh, words that they've heard before because we can't know. We just can't. I'm not saying they aren't safe. Okay. I think that they're probably not. That's my guess just based on all the other red flags, but there is no way to know what the long-term effects are. This is a new technology. It's never been tried before on a, on a large scale like this. We have no idea. We have no idea if these uh will affect certain genetic patterns differently like like will this uh will this affect the black population differently than let's say the israeli population or the hispanic population we have no idea we have no idea right so i don't want to say too much more but blah, 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 blah. i will say this though one of the things that they have managed to do really well is they have 
painted all of this in the light of somehow uh, I'm killing grandma. If I say anything that I just said, or if Jeff says anything they just said, right, we're killing grandma. We're, we're these horrible monsters. And the bottom line is, and this has been true since the first human converted from a monkey or crawled out of the ooze or whatever, okay, your safety is not my problem. My safety is not your problem. I will make my decisions based on what I know, and I will, as a, as a human, as, a, as, a, as an animal species, I will make the best decisions to preserve my own life. And that should be what everybody does. So if you want to get the vaccine, have at it. Go for it. I do hope you do some research. I do hope, you know, and, and if I don't want to do it because I feel like I don't need it, I shouldn't be forced to do it at all. At all across, that's across the board. That's for anything. That's for anything. I will determine the best way for my life to be preserved and for my life energy to be preserved. So like for my finances, I choose Bitcoin. That's where I'm going with this. And Jeff asks the question of why does it seem like there is a overlap between Bitcoiners and people who are not uh, willing to buy into this, this hype, this, this vaccine, this vaccine slash virus hype. Right. And my thought on that, because I've thought about a lot of that, and, and I've said this a couple times on the show before, is that I'm very interested in the the like the sort of psychological makeup of a Bitcoiner. And my conclusion on that is that Bitcoin tends to tends to be people, Bitcoiners, that, and I'm not talking about traders. I'm talking about people who understand what it means, like philosophically. They're already skeptical of how the world is right? The world always seems to be kind of operating slightly out of sync with itself. It doesn't quite seem to make sense. You have, you have politicians that are saying stuff like, you know, we want to protect the poor and we want to, we want to help you. But then all of the things they seem to do seem to be not helping the poor and not helping, you know, like, so like Biden, right? And again, for against him, I don't give a shit. He, he, campaigned on this idea of like unifying America. I'm going to bring people because Trump, you know, he's the big divider and he's going to divide people, but I'm going to bring people back together. Does anybody feel like this country is more back together since he got elected? Fuck no. You know why? Because that was never his intention anyways. Right? When you start to see stuff like that, you start to go things aren't right. Things are out of whack. And and so those are the, the, the people that see that first, the people that sense that first, are the type of people that start to look a little deeper and they go, like, I don't, I don't understand why my money, and, and I've said this before too, I've known since 16 years old, I would never see a dime of social security, right? So that's, that's almost 30 years ago. At 16, I was like, I, I will never see social security. I don't want it. I don't need it. And I certainly won't depend on it, you know? That's always been my mentality. And I think P Bitcoin is one of those things that people, because they're, because finances are one of the first things that people have to deal with, especially as you get older. I think that's one of those things where it kind of becomes this instant touch point, right? So I think people that are already skeptical of how the world is, they find Bitcoin. And so they're skeptical. And then this kind of shit comes around with all these red flags that I've just pointed out. And they're like, hmm. 
none of this is making sense either. Here's one more category of things that seems like bullshit to me. And the only thing I can really kind of like try to liken it to is this idea of like the matrix, right? Where Neo, if you're, if you, everyone's watched that movie, so I'm not going to spoil anything for most people unless you're weird, but uh, like, why was Neo searching for like, uh, for Morpheus and stuff like that first opening scene where we meet him in the movie, you know, he's falling asleep at his computer and his computer is running a search. And it's this whole idea of like, Neo was the type of person that always felt from an early age, apparently that things weren't quite right in his universe. And so he was looking for an explanation. And I think that's what Bitcoin is for a lot of people. It's this idea of like, I don't understand why things feel wrong. And one of my favorite lines of all the movies that I've ever seen comes from uh, comes from The Matrix, where Neo and, and Morpheus meet for the first time. And, and Morpheus is like, you can feel it like a splinter in your mind. You know, like that is always how I felt about a lot of things. And Bitcoin sort of like clicks. It fills that space. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just does. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's kind of my dissertation. That's me going one-on-one point on point for your stuff. But uh, yeah, man, go ahead. what you got? Okay. I made a couple notes while you were talking. Luckily we're keeping this episode short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, super short. <coughs> yeah. I guess, uh, I guess we can go in depth in a, a future episode, but a couple points I wanted to make inflated numbers, Canada for every one person that went into the hospital, uh, with COVID, they marked it down as 17. That's a fact. You can look that up. Um, as with Bitcoin, like you said, I'm not in I'm not in control of your safety. I'm in control of my safety. You don't have to worry about me. I don't have to worry about you. You have to worry about yourself. And in being in the fiat monetary system, somebody was somebody else was in control of the safety of your money. With Bitcoin, you're in control of the safety of your money. That's something that's very important, not only just in holding it, but also in the way it's issued, also in the way that it's controlled, also in the way that it moves around. Everything in Bitcoin is under your control. Everything in any other monetary system, whether it's fiat or any of the other shit coins or any other monetary system, Bitcoin's the first one ever in the world where you're fully in control of it. So that's pretty cool. Um, there was an emergency order put in for the COVID restrictions to be put in place and for all these vaccines, like even the, the to make the vaccine FDA approved, which I don't think it went through. It might have gone through today, but it's all and under. I did. It's approved. It, well, I think you have to double check that because I think they wanted to, but I don't think they got it through. Either way, it all came in under emergency orders. And if a, a government can put in an emergency order to change the rules, they can do it for anything. Liken that back to the fact that Nixon uh, took the America off the gold standard because it was an emergency for the safety of the Americans. This is an emergency. We need to take the dollar off the gold standard. That was an emergency that was supposed to be temporary. And uh, yeah, I, it's not really temporary because we're 50 years later now. Uh, what else did I write down? Uh, I said the thing, you don't have to be left or right. You can just be in, in the middle. I think that's something that really kind of surprised me. I, I just never thought of it that way. Um, What's that in terms of freedom versus not freedom? Well, not so much that just the like, uh, yeah, just politics in general. They, they make it so it's either this or that. And see, that's because you haven't, you, I, I told you about this maybe it was middle of last season, right? For the podcast. 
I told you about the five thousand year leap, and yeah. they paint a they paint a perfect picture of that in that book. It's this idea that on one end you have complete anarchy, and on the other end you have complete tyranny. And if you look at our political parties, they're both closer to tyranny, and it's just like maybe one is slightly closer to to freedom than the other. But for all practical purposes, they don't give a shit. They're about power base. That's it. And their power base is completely dependent on you being subjugated. So you're either for freedom or you're not. Like that's that's the true spectrum. That's the lie. One of the big lies we've been sold, especially in this country, for like the last 100 years. Oh, hmm. What else happened like, but a hundred years ago? Oh, um, fed. Anyways, that it's has bad. been the, the big, the big lie that we've been sold is that, oh, the left is this and the right is that. No, fuck that. They're the same. They're the same thing. They're just, they're just, they're just playing two sides of the same, but it's a game. It's a game to them. How can we maintain our power and at the same time fucking, you know, look like we're we're not look like we're actually fighting Absolutely. you know so you know i, I, I think, got i, I got... think that's a important point that you made is that the people that are in charge that have power they don't care about money no politicians care about money no money creators care about money if they did then i mean they could make all the money they want what they care about is power and you cannot well they care about money in the sense that it is power Right. Well, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. To, yeah. Them, to them, money is power. And and the fact of the matter is, is anybody that's not already in that group, you cannot get in that group no matter how hard you try. That's been, right. that's been in order for, I don't know, decades, maybe centuries, where nobody knows for sure. There's a few families that have been in control of the money and thus in control of the power. Uh, we didn't even talk about Klaus Schwab. I'll just throw that name out there for somebody to look up. He's a, he's the leader yeah, of uh, WF. And it's interesting when you follow the WEF and they're promoting vaccine awareness and stuff. It's like, why is the WEF so-called the World Economic Forum, which should just be, even if everything is just making sense and they are just a company that takes care of the money, oh, we're just, you know, we just care about the economy. Why are they promoting the fucking vaccine? Uh, something else. Interesting. Ask yourself this. You want to talk about red flags? If this disease was so deadly, why would they need an advertising campaign for vaccines at all? It's kind of like what you were talking about. Like, we'd just be fucking lining up for it. Yeah. Like, even if it didn't work, if the vaccine was that deadly, we'd be lining up for it anyways. So why is it that there are so, so many people that, you know, they're like, nah, I just, I'm good, you know? And why is it that things like, things like natural immunity, why is that suddenly gone? You know, and this is, this is, this is, this, this is where it starts to get scary is like, you start to look up, uh, I think it's Wikipedia maybe, or maybe it was like, it might've even been like Miriam Webster, right? You look up the definition of herd immunity. Yeah, I saw that too. And they changed the definition. So we went from herd immunity, which, by the way, is a concept that literally stems back to caveman days. That was an idea that, like, any population of animal, whether it's actual animal or human or whatever, if a disease rips through them, if you get enough of those animals to get it and survive, you achieve what's called herd immunity, which herd immunity doesn't mean people don't die. Herd immunity just means enough of the herd will survive that the herd will continue. 
whether it's people or deer or lions or whatever the fuck it is. I don't care. Right. And all of a sudden now they've changed the definition that herd immunity can only happen if you're vaccinated, if the population gets vaccinated. So that begs the question then how before Jonas Salk and, and, you know, his polio vaccine before vaccines themselves, how would any population survive? Oh, oh yeah. I guess they magically just never got sick. There was never sickness before vaccines. Just all of this shit is so red flag. It's ridiculous. And I don't care if you believe me, I just want you to fucking look it up because when they're changing definitions, when they don't let doctors talk, when people get banned from online conversations because it doesn't fit whatever narrative they want, and then you ask yourself, who the fuck is they? And you start finding out about Klaus Schwab and the WEF and the WHO and China owning the WHO, and they won't even talk about Taiwan. Like the whole, like, just, just start looking at it. That's it's all I'm asking. It's all Even if you've gotten the vaccine already, you got the shots in your arm, good. I hope I'm wrong. For your sake, I hope I'm fucking wrong. Because I don't think good things are going to happen, to be honest with you. Well, it depends. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I genuinely don't. I, 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 am, I am that far down this particular rabbit hole. I think really bad things are coming. You want to know? Okay, this this is my tinfoil hat. This is, <laughs> I guess we're kind of tinfoil hat. Not really. Okay, this one's a little bit far far-fetched for me, but I think a lot of people got the vaccine and had no reaction. And so people are very likely to say, Oh, it's safe. You know, it was nothing to it. But with the uh, introduction of the boosters, then we're going to start seeing, Oh, this booster affected people poorly. Oh, this one's, uh, this one's good. And they're good. If they, if they make it so that you have to take a boot, if that you have to take a booster shot every year, they can put whatever the fuck they want on you. And if so long as you believe that it's making you safe and healthy, then you're just going to take it willingly. And that's a problem because then, then they have access to your body and whatever you want to do. Well, uh, and that's, yeah, that's for me. That's it right there. That, I mean, f- fuck virus, fuck vaccine. Don't, don't even talk about it. Let's just talk about the concept that the government can now tell you what you have to put into your body. It doesn't have to stop there. And this is, this is something I've said to other people before, you know, these, these, there are people out there that are like, you know, yeah, people, people should definitely be arrested if they're whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, look, at some point, the government will find something you actually care about. You, 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 you will actually be affected by losing something the government's going to take away from you. Maybe right now it's not uh, freedom of, uh, of movement. Maybe you don't care about that. Maybe you're a homebody and you love just staying at your house, right? But what if you stay at your house and you like to garden, right? But then suddenly monsanto and if you haven't looked up monsanto go ahead and run down that rabbit hole that's fun what if monsanto gets their hooks into the government permanently and says you can't grow your own crops you can only eat what we tell you to eat you can only uh grow if you're buying the seeds from us you know you don't get to have a little garden with your tomatoes and all that no 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 i mean pick the thing you love the most Pick the activity or the the hobby that you love the most. I don't care what it is. And just imagine the government finds a reason to take it away from you. Because they will. At a certain point, nothing will happen. If we give away bodily autonomy, if we give away the freedom to just be ourselves and live our lives, 
then there is nothing they can't take away from us. So you say, fine, I'll take the vax, I'll take the booster. And their next thing is going to be, you know what? Video games really are violent. And we, you can't do that. Now you're going to care? While they're injecting shit into your arm every three months? Now you're going to give a shit? You're missing the point. You're missing the point. It's not necessarily about the health. Like, make your own decisions, do your research, have fun, but understand if you take the vaccine because you want to take a trip or because you want to go to work or because you want to buy groceries, they own you now. You are not a free individual anymore. You're not, you're just not free. You are now owned. Somebody owns you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, I, I want to, yeah, maybe we should wrap it up, but they, if they control, like we st- said at the beginning of this show, you know, we've been conditioned to change the words we use as to not offend people. When you change people's words, you change how they think. I mean, this is all, I'm a big fan of the book 1984. I know there's other books that are like, like into what's going on. Right I think now. 1984 is probably the most prophetic one. It mm-hmm. was spot fucking on. But it's all uh, same with Brave New World, but I haven't read that one yet. It's kind of the opposite, but the same. I've read it, but it's, I mean, it has some good themes in it, but I, it just doesn't ring as true as. It just depends I, on what side of the line you're on, though. Well, they're not, they're some, not opposite. They're both, again, it's this concept of freedom versus yeah. not freedom. So, and they both paint different pictures of yeah. not freedom. You know? So that's what I mean. Yeah. So watch out to see what's being taken from you and if you're giving it willingly. I just want, like, one. Okay. This is another story from my life because I was very anti-gun for a long time. I'm still on the fence with it, but I remember hearing about the shootings all the time that was going on in the States. And like you said, I was like, oh, well, they should take all the guns away and then that people would be safer. And I remember thinking to myself, if it came to the point where they said, you know, people are literally dying because of video games, then I would just stop playing video games and I would give up that hobby of mine and this is when i fucking loved video games but i could rationalize in my head well if it's gonna save people and that's kind of it's kind of weird that i was in that headspace because looking back it's like well fuck the i mean for anybody that's not pro gun (laughs) what what i found out in my uh year of learning what the other side looks like people are holding guns in case the fucking government comes knocking at their door and uh yeah that makes a lot of fucking sense to me because that's what's happening now so all you have to do is look at australia yeah i mean look at all fuck man okay i guess we'll have more episodes about this topic because i i wanted to talk about sweden we can talk about florida we can talk about australia we can talk about what's going on in switzerland or i like every country is so crazy and different just a quick point on sweden they did nothing the whole time listener have you heard anything about sweden yeah they didn't do shit from day one they're fine and nothing's going on but they're not in the news so maybe well they were initially because they had a spike and you know what sweden did nothing they did (laughs) they did no 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 they did that's this is what they did they took their old people and they quarantined them they said listen old people you're very susceptible to this we don't want you to die so we're gonna we're gonna kind of box you away until this burns through and they did have a spike in the general population and i do remember there was lots of uh lots of reports about how oh look at sweden spiking sweden you know sweden's awful and they never damaged their economy they didn't shut everything down they didn't shutter people into their houses here's another fun fact 
go go find a pediatrician who works in any, any major metropolitan area and i can almost guarantee you at least in the united states i can guarantee you if they're honest they will tell you that the spike in suicide attempts of children you know and by children i mean what 20 to zero okay spiked dramatically i have read several articles of pediatricians saying these kids just can't handle this isolation they just can't handle it and and i've seen more suicide attempts and i have i have basically sent more kids to psych wards for suicide than i've ever done in my 30-year career or whatever it is like we are going to find if history is written accurately we will find that our response to this killed more people when you start to look at people who couldn't go and get cancer treatments women who could not get mammograms and detect early breast cancer uh children who were neglected uh, and 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 isolated and 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 deleted themselves from the system we will find i guarantee you that more people if it's written about honestly died from our response to this and i have said this pretty much since like may of last year more people will have died from our response than from the actual disease itself and i i would love to see number like honest numbers on that i don't think we will i think people will cover it up but um when you start to tally all of these poor people that and, and i think most people probably know somebody like yeah i i you know i couldn't i couldn't get a mammogram or i have like a stage one cancer but they kind of pushed me off you know like it's it's fucking ridiculous i mean my own brother i think had some issues initially trying to get in to to get some screening done you know and and i, I we've talked about it before he has cancer so it's like you know will that affect his final outcome i don't know but probably you know will i be able to sue anyone for it or will my family no because everyone's inoculated all the people are, and that's another thing we need to talk about this jeff i'm sorry i there's, know you want to cut it but there's so much but the very huge huge fucking red flag okay if you have an experimental treatment that's never been tried before in the general population but you also manage to not only get an emergency use order to get it done and get it out there faster than it's ever been done before but then also all the companies that are making this experimental procedure they're not uh, legally liable you cannot sue them it was written into the bill so this emergency order that went through they're all they're all uh, indemnified they they cannot be sued so if you get uh, uh bell's palsy or if you die or if you have an enlarged heart or and you can't fucking touch them what does that tell you that should fucking tell you something and if like i said if you got the if you got the vax i i, I genuinely i'm praying for the best for you you know i hope nobody gets hurt from this i don't want people to die from this i think it's but it's really hard for me personally to ignore all these red flags you know and which is why i'm making and so i'm not anti-vax what i am is i'm anti a bunch of fucking red flags that's <laughs> yeah. my that's what i am that's good and you're pro good monetary <laughs> systems absolutely because so, bitcoin would fix this shit just saying it does you take you take the power away from the people that are inflicting these problems you take the money system away from them they can't they can't do what they want to do so that's good okay
Uh, yeah, so we should probably we should touch on we should do an episode where the, we just Bitcoin fixes this. Like, we should just I can do. Like, remember that game you had last week where it was like, yeah, does yeah. Bitcoin? You know, does this exist in a hyper Bitcoinized world? Does Bitcoin fix this? I would love to. Like, and if you guys have ideas for that, I would love to. Does Bitcoin fix whatever parking tickets? Does Bitcoin fix? Uh, what did I rant about last week? Okay. Uh, well, th- think lawns, of some ideas. You know? Maybe you can make a game for me. I'm down for that. I, I, yeah. I can answer those questions. Yeah, I would, yeah, we need to we need to kind of do that. But, anyways, okay. kids, uh, okay, we probably go to uh, what is it? Is it time for? Um, we have the one and only Why Bitcoin Podcast Price Check. Did that one right. work? Did it work out? Okay, yeah, cool. That's enough, right? uh, this price check is brought to you by a good friend of the show, Klaus Schwab. He just released a book called uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset. Yeah, that's a real book. You can read it. <laughs> so maybe that's interesting. Maybe I that's mean, interesting. Okay, you want to talk about red flags? Can we just talk about Klaus Schwab for like five seconds? The dude sounds like a fucking Bond villain. He looks like the type of guy you would see in a Bond movie. He genuinely, he says things that you're like, Jesus Christ, he's right out of the Third Reich. Like, he's literally a walking incarnation of a villain of out of a movie. It's pure, Red flag, kids. Red flag. Pure evil. Uh, so to bring it all, oh yeah, I guess to answer my question, why do most Bitcoiners share similar responses to COVID-19? Because COVID-19 is just out here to reset the monetary system of the world because it's on the brink of collapse. Bitcoin is your only hope in getting on a life raft that works. If you don't want Bitcoin, that's fine, but just be prepared for living on a new standard that CBDCs are going to be deployed and they're going to be fucked. So that's it. Okay, this price check. Dude, I think I'm fucking close this week. Do you want to say the numbers from last week? Uh, Yeah. I'll just say for any new listeners, (laughs) I wonder if there's any new listeners to this episode. That'd be interesting. Um, (laughs) Let me know. If if you're new here, we're not always like this. No, it's it's usually happy-go-lucky. We do a price check every week where Doug and I both make a guess for what the price of one Bitcoin is going to be the following week in US dollar terms, uh, just for funsies. We, well, actually, I guess it's not just for funsies. We have 105,000 sats on the line for the end of the season. Either I will give it to Doug or Doug will give it to me, depending on who gets more points. Uh, And last week, my guess was? Your guess was 48,970 or 790, sorry, and 78 cents. I had uh, 47, 231 and 40 cents. And then our guest, Arizona Hoddle, he had 51,200. So I currently have the price and I'm going to call this the official price because I'm actually going to have to run the calculator on this one. We have 49,264 and 39 cents yeah i have 242 so, and let me let me just plus. do a quick so what was i 48 9 you were 48 7 90 okay so if i have uh 49 this is the first time we've ever really had to do this this is crazy are this you fine what was what was yours I, i'm out i'm out i can't win so the either, you were low right you win or we have to add another five grand. Okay. While you do the math, just for the record listener, yeah. my guess was literally, I think we'll break 50. We won't hold it. We'll fall back Shit. and float around <laughs> high forties again. And I fucking nailed it. Arizona Did we hit 50 over the weekend. Yeah, we hit 50. 
We, I mean, we're 50 I'm, all more. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, you're, out on the weekends. I don't pay attention. You haven't been that. looking at it? Yeah, we were. Man, Twitter was a blast yesterday. It was a lot of fun. I, dude, I've been banned. You. Bastard. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun, man. You got to get back. <laughs> so Just make right, a new so account. So you were $473.61 away. All right. Okay. So that's cool. And then HODL, 200. Easy HODL. Minus Give him a follow if you have Oh, I think you got it. Hold on. 34. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to give it to you that. I'm going to double check those numbers. Double oh checking the goodness. numbers. Double, double checking the numbers. Minus 49, 264, and 39 cents. Oh, my God. Okay, Jeff, you were, uh, do it the other way. HODL was 9,600, 9, and 61 cents away, and you were four hundred and seventy-three dollars and sixty-one cents. So not only did you win, I'm in the hundred. I get the whole showcase showdown. Yeah, you were you you actually probably have the closest score we've ever had so far on the show. That's dope. So good on you. Now, so that's what three to two. It is, yeah. I'm keeping score somehow. You are very on top of this. You're holding on to that hundred. Oh, dude, 000. I don't. I don't want to lose a hundred thousand k. That's, that's not good. Funny. Okay, that's, so currently Doug sits at three points. I'm at two points. Yeah, Pot sits yeah. at one hundred and five thousand. For any guest that comes on, if they win, we add five thousand sats to the yep. pot. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good one. That was really that like nail biting right there. Man. Oh, I guess we have to make a guess for next week, right? Oh, we do. That's a... shit. <laughs> All right. This was Hold the Why on. Bitcoin Podcast Express episode. We wanted to get this one out nice and quick. So, okay, we'll do do it quick. Run All it. All right. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds. Ready? Go. You're the winner. You go first. Okay. My guess for the price of one Bitcoin in US dollars next week, I think it will cost us $56,420.21. Okay. That's right. pretty I'm good. better on this one. Ooh. I said $51,789.20. That's a good guess, too. I don't know. This week is uh, it's going to be interesting what happens. I was yeah. going to go higher, but. We're back in that. Uh, I think I think we shook out enough enough limp hands that uh, it's just going to be a slow climb could to be. maybe sixty, and then I want to say it's going to go parabolic after that. Well, it's so, interesting because once we hit that one trillion dollar market cap, it opens up a lot of things for all the invest in what is it in corporation buyers or whatever. I, I go. Anyways, care. Those things happen. We yeah. don't really care about the price. We just do it for funsies. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. COVID-19 is... Uh, and 105,000 cool. Satoshi equals 105,000 Satoshi. That's right. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, we'll try to be not so ranty next week. We'll bring something a little bit more lighthearted. Hopefully have some laughs. And as always... Why? What, are you taking my line? I was setting you up for your line. Okay, do it again. And as always... Why ask... What? When you get asked... Why? What? Okay, cut. Okay.